great philosopher, Kate Gosselin, who said, better late than pregnant. I'm tickling my fucking toes. And I believe it was the great uh, philosopher, RuPaul, who once said, I am looking at a white woman who looks like she just came from picking cotton to Michelle <laughs> And that's on what? Getting racialized in the middle of an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race season 14. Child, they were. <laughs> what was that judging panel? What? <laughs> what I can't on? wait to get into it, girl. And welcome to Black Target. It's a Black Deep Black podcast where we recap RuPaul's Drag Race. And we ask the hard-hitting questions like, is Alicia Keys going to make the Put It In A Love Song video reappear this week? Child, I hope so. That's a song. Do you know I just went through like my entire playlist of Alicia Keys? Like, what could possibly be the lip sync this week? I really hope that is not what's going. I hope it's a ballad. I hope. I really did not like that song. I, That's just... why I love that song, <laughs> but, but like, okay, so what, what? What could feasibly be an Alicia Keys lip sync song? What? Um, now, what it should be is "Gangsta Lovin," <laughs> which is not an Alicia Keys song. It's an Eve song, but she was on it. It would fit because I mean it's in the same like uh, energy as uh, "What a Man." So I think, yeah, yeah. I think it was fair. And he was not really a big cusser either. So, mm-hmm. or let me backtrack, a big N-word user in some of her uh, more, uh, um, I'll call it Will Smith-esque songs. Really? So, I never noticed that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she had, I'm sure she has some like deep, like rough rider cuts that mm-hmm. are fierce. But then there are also some Ice Cube tracks that yeah. would probably work. Uh, Ice Cube in his acting family movie era that would work for a lip sync but regardless it was the first episode it's the premiere it's seven bitches we got seven outfits we got seven we, we got some talents <laughs> darling how are you don't do that i'm excited i actually i actually <laughs> enjoyed this episode thoroughly and i didn't think that i would so, so yeah i yeah yeah, I think because of what because what of what we do here, you essentially we've kind of seen it all, right? Like it's 14 seasons of regular drag race. Right. The mini of uh, all stars, you know, the down on da. Uh <laughs> you know, we've kind of, you know, it, it's what, what is Notice it that they want to bring say holler. <laughs> uh, Shout out Love Masisi. Um, but it felt like this episode felt like drag race returning to its returning to old form, right? Mm-hmm. A bitch went home. The first episode, someone got Kelly Mantle. Oh, thank first God. Episode. Yes. Yes, because I was trying to do eight episodes. Well, well, <laughs> they, they could very well bring that bitch back. I was like, um, don't get excited because Elliot went home too, remember? Yes, and then still behind that thing. So, so what y'all talking about over there about me? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, so, you know, we got that. We got this opening talent show, which I think is a fresh idea for us to start on because it's only with so much a writing of original tracks that we can do. Child, on the or, first episode, or winter fall <laughs> runways on the first episode, girl. Yes, and, and meanwhile, none of them are winter fall, <laughs> right? <laughs> winter fall, and here comes um this girl dressed as a, uh, the tire on the spaceship. Okay, I'm a sunflower, and I'm representing the <laughs> the fall. The fall where, girl? <laughs> you from Oklahoma? Right. Um, anywho, so yes, great episode. Excited to to get into all of the jush. Um, Lizzo is here this week. Live for that. I live for her wearing um, an homage, a recreation of Miss Tita Turta and the Thunderdome. Yeah, we giving us it. we don't need another hero. She looked good, and that was that was a beautifully executed um, recreation because it's not. Um, you can tell the reference, but it's not like the exact look. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, she looked good. The, the wig was right. The skin was popping. The body, per usual, as everything. And we dive in. One, and we dive on in. <laughs> dive on in to this episode, and we learned a couple things. One, they're not doing a montage at the beginning of this season. <laughs> uh-huh. And I do the montage, and the cash prize is sponsored by motherfucking Cash App. Right, not um brought to you by us, like Boulay said. Okay, <laughs> the Boulays rolled up and said, "Pulled out of our pocketbook, <laughs> <laughs> pulled straight up out of our pocketbook." We just dive on in after you find out all this shit. And the first person in is Miss Alyssa Hunter, who is giving us the, the true to her name, Huntress. Archer vibes, Archer vibes. She is painted down. The wig is right. I think the only thing on this look that I did not love was the proportions on the pelts on the side. I like that. I thought that it was it was cool because it wasn't. It was kind of like muted and and earth tones. Uh-huh. I thought she looked good. She looks great uh, in the confessional. Um, no, I think what would what, she looks just so perfect. I would have loved for it to maybe have like had some volume out, but you know, I guess if you're a huntress, it's not going to do that. Mm. So that's neither here nor there. Regardless, she's everything. She is. Um, she gives me. Uh, so she gives me a Roxy Andrews level appreciation of drag. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and she said that she has won all the major palette uh, pageants in Puerto Rico. So. She definitely is a pageant girl. I thought she had all flats at first, and I was slightly disturbed. <laughs> oh, you mean the, the girl who uh, is wearing some chonclas later? Wasn't enough for you? <laughs> uh, not in the first episode do we pop in. It's giving Layla McQueen. <laughs> but yeah, regardless, Alyssa, you look fantastic. I can't wait to get into the towel show, girl. I can't wait to get into it. <laughs> Bitch, bitch played us. Uh, so up next, coming into the workroom, it's Miss Bosco and this polka dot devil look that I think is actually beautiful because I think it's um, no. I think this, I think it looks good because I think it's simple but effective, and I appreciate that she carried it through to the runway. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, um, I like that it was fitted beautifully on her body. I think that it is fashion based on the fit and the execution and not the addition of the horns. Because mm. one thing the girls like to do is say, girl, I put on some horns, I'm Maleficent, and suddenly it's giving fashion and that's false. Yeah, it, I like the idea, but something just didn't feel finished to me about it. What would you have added? I don't know, but it just... Yeah, I like it, but something... Maybe it's the horns. Maybe I didn't want the horns there. Well, you know, the other thing I was thinking when we got to the runway, I will say is, okay, <laughs> Max, <What? laughs> the one day, <laughs> horns here, horns there. We, it can't, we can't have horns every week. <laughs> well, you know, it's her thing. Give uh, her a second. Yeah, that's true. She um, she looked beautiful. The paint is stunning. I love the her. I love her brows. Mm-hmm. I love that um, when she introduced herself to Alyssa, Alyssa reiterated that she's from Puerto Rico and does not, in fact, have any. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what I also love about Miss Bosco is that I can tell that she's quick, really easy, right? Like, yeah. um, and the Meet the Queens, I think I wasn't, uh, I wasn't getting, it was evident in the Meet the Queens, but I wasn't getting a, a, a taste of her. And that's true. I still need to get some more of that when the episode, as the episodes go along. Mm-hmm. But her ability to volley this episode with the judges, with the other dolls, asexually, if she makes it to the Snatch Game, I would love to see how she does in that. Yeah, and that's the other thing is I really want her to make it really far. 
I don't want yeah. uh, like the traditional Puerto Rican girl gets uh, kicked out. What a snatch game or something else? Oh, no, I'm talking about Bosco. Oh, um, Bosco. <laughs> I don't know. Bosco is just bad. You feeling it? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Bosco. There are people that I was surprised that I like, and then there were people uh-huh. where I was just like, mm. "We'll see. We'll see." She's from Seattle. I think that it's, it's it's cute that she's from Seattle and she didn't come in uh, as a 1950s uh, housewife or right <laughs> some other variation of an old woman. I'm giving you Rita Hayworth. Hi, I'm Bosco from Seattle. I'm right. giving you Rita Hayworth. <laughs> I'm giving you Betty Davis at the beach. Yeah, but there's someone in the um, talent show that I was real thoroughly enjoying. Um, and I thought that Bosco was going to give us something like that. I can't wait to talk to you about who I think she looks like, but I'm not saying it on this podcast. Who she look? Uh, what? Who she oh, look like? I can't. I will talk about it offline, girl. We'll talk You're about the editor. It okay. Okay. <laughs> girl, yes, I am the editor, but also <laughs> I have to stop, find it, take it out. No. Uh, up next, coming into the room is my favorite to win, and uh, this is we're gonna go ahead and let you hosts know now. This is uh, cornbread, the snack, jete, stand podcast. It's angular. among others. Among others. But one of the, the top ones pumps in. First of all, did you clock the flexi rods, the golden yes. flexi rods, up to this wig? Absolutely. <laughs> I said, yes, bitch. You better have the motherfucking flexi rods up in this beautifully structured wig. I'm in love with this coat dress. It, it's it's just everything. She's excellent. I've always loved what Miss Cornbread is uh, represented. Mm. Uh, she says a little later on down the runway that she's big, black, and uncomfortable. And I'm letting you those know now. That's our new tagline <laughs> for the show. <laughs> and so is my drag yeah absolutely yeah that's gonna be our hot goss <laughs> welcome to big black and uncomfortable with big girl coochie <laughs> <laughs> uh what i do also like when she, she talks about her drag being big not just for being a big girl it's true the proportions on her drag is always great and she's always polished so you're gonna always see cornbread's drag from the motherfucking nosebleeds yeah which is super duper important for a performer. The Boulets talk a little bit about that during Dragula. You need to be able to um, not only just, whatever you are, um, are trying to convey does not need to only be able to read from the front seats, but needs to be all the way in the back with cheap motherfuckers. Yeah, and I and think Cornbread... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no I, saying, I, bought a, I bought a cheap ticket or two in my life, so I know what it looks like to look from back there, honey. Right. No, I was going to say, I think the Cornbread too is battle-tested, and that's, uh, that's going to mm-hmm. be the cool thing, right? Is that she... She is a performer, right? That's where she's gotten her experience. That's where a lot of her, the hype around her comes from. Uh, so I think that her advantage coming in is definitely going to be that uh, if the producers exactly. don't pull the patch like they try to do tonight uh, when they fed somebody a random comment. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of shenanigans going on uh, <laughs> on the judging tonight. I can't wait to get into I just don't the- understand what you said. What? Oh, oh, anyway, Cornbread, oh, 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 oh. So Cornbread, first of all, the, the last thing we're going to say about Miss Cornbread is she pumps in and she gives us a couple of Iverson Mall photo shoot poses. Don't do <laughs> Did she not? Don't Was do it not giving 2005 Iverson Mall po- uh, photo shoot? I don't know. I wasn't there in 2005, so I don't know. I never went to Everson Mall in 2005, <laughs> but I've seen the photo packages that would come out of them bitches. Everybody would go in their home, they would take the pictures with the seven repeat they had, the spray painted Bugs Bunny, no, the spray painted uh, Playboy Bunny on the back. First of all, I did that at Wheaton Plaza, but not Iverson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Woo! I used to have the crush on this boy. He used to work at the hot topic of meat and pasta. Anyway, uh, Cornbread's here. Can't wait. I'm excited. So I'm gonna give you the honor of talking about Willow Pill. Um, Edie Oddly's drag sibling walks in and some chocolates and a miniskirt, uh, yes. no body, and a hat. Yeah, some glasses that keep falling. <laughs> Oh, her shirt is supposed to say Angel Says Angle. I thought that was cute. I didn't expect anything um, different from Evie Oddly's drag sibling. Yeah. Um, and I knew that it was in. a I knew it was a plot. You think so? I think that Willow Pill is going to be very interesting to see aesthetically. Mm. And so well, I, you know, the kids yeah. today are uh, doing the uh, so the kids today are into like the Y2K and bling bling fashion so. It's very on trend in terms of that drag aesthetic. She has the little mini skirt on. Uh, oh, the kids also look looking like um, like Brad dolls. They're very much so into the Brad. I'm serious. The, oh my god, Brad. Crystal TikTok. I'm <laughs> very into the Brad. So this is going to be a this is uh, she's going to be very interesting to watch to um, from the view of a different generation participating in drag, and they're also their shifting sensibilities in terms of what is acceptable and what they rebel against and what mm -hmm. it is that they view um, as an aesthetic. Um, uh, Do I think it was fierce? Absolutely not. Um, but no. <laughs> Evie Oddly, once again, uh, this is the sibling of the person who came in uh, playing Hot Wheels. <laughs> Which I thought was cool. Um, I thought it was I pretty cool. So yeah. Was crazy. <laughs> I, I I'm looking forward to seeing um, uh, uh, what else comes out of the closet for Miss Willowfield. Um, in general, this was not something that I would select to be my entrance look for RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. um, but hey, if you want to be comfortable, you want to be comfortable. Right. I'm going to challenge myself to um, paint with all the colors of the wind. Oh, okay. Gets because um, well, she's also preceded by her promo look, right? The promo look, which fierce. is fierce. Yeah. Yeah, her runway look fierce. So she does have a different point of view that's not this one thing. And people can um, embody different characters in their drag. I think the longer I looked at it, I kept finding things that were wrong with it. Um, and she also tweeted that she wanted to be comfortable. So. <laughs> well, yeah, and that too, right? Because they get in drag, what, at like 5 a.m.? Start yes. getting ready and then record? And then they're sitting in that studio all day? Yeah. So we'll see what's to come of it because essentially this, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of commentary that we can uh, pull from this. I uh, know one thing Miss Dita Ritz was not having it. <laughs> I was about to say, and now for our special guest on the fashions. Well, yeah, Dita, uh, what did she say? She said, after this, I don't want to hear none of y'all talk to me about my uh interest look fashions, which uh -huh. I will uh contend with because uh Bonjour Ladies is still uh the fiercest interest line child. known to man. <laughs> One of the most, uh, what do I want to say? Questionable workroom interest outfits. <laughs> I'm gonna think I to tell you about that interest look, but I'll say it offline. So, uh, Willow, Pill come, Willow Pill comes in looking like she works at Pax Sun, and um, entering after that <laughs> is motherfucking Carrie Colby. At that point, everybody's like, we should just quit, go home. Because Miss Carrie Colby comes in and she is everything. She's sparkling. She is fierce, feminine, perfection. She is adorned in the trans flag. She, wow, I, she looks fantastic. She's stunning. And it's, it fully embodies um, 
uh, Carrie Colby's track. Right. Yeah. And I was happy to see another iteration of Trans Flag that I enjoyed because I think that sometimes when we start making outfits about flags and it's a lot of them, it can get really redundant and tacky. But I thought this was cute. She looks statuesque. I'm talking about Davina DeCampo. But, um, Ooh! but yeah, I thought she looked statuesque. She looked beautiful. Uh, the accents. The like asymmetrical accents, like on her shoulder and then her hip, beautiful. Yeah, yeah I would have been a little shook. Yeah, well, because we also you come from like the house of motherfucking Colby, bitch. Yeah, that's true. But she um, still is gonna have to prove herself because you know you can be from a you can be from a legendary house and you know yeah, not the uh, right, not shake the table, right. And that's why you get a Miss Vanjie your way back into season 11. What I'm living for is the friendship between Miss Cornbread and Carrie out of the game. They, they uh, are dubbing themselves Aunties Anonymous, which is essentially what we do here at Black Tar Rooms. Yes. Aunties Anonymous. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that is cute. And then uh, I didn't know what Cornbread has been talking a lot in the interviews about how she was contemplating, like, transitioning, but... Uh-huh. The relationship with Sasha, they kind of not Sasha to carry. They developed on the show, helped her to like cement a few things, right? right. And she used like Carrie as kind of her trans mother in a way. Yeah, because Cornbread started transitioning after the show wrapped, right? Yes, and that's what I was. That's what I was um, interested in because they were saying we have two trans women on cast, and I was like, okay, Cornbread, right? Yeah, and then we don't talk about it. Right, and then we don't talk about it. You know, and she also is given very much, like, gender-neutral clothing. So, uh-huh. you know what I mean? The confessional look is very just, like... I got to put something on, because so I got to get up into the jish. Right, right, Shortly right. thereafter, honey. So, yeah. whatever... You ever think about what you would wear in the confessional chair if you were on Drag Race? I would I want to be... Every now and again. I would want it to be comfortable, because they record them things uh, more than once, and you got to jump up in the same outfit... Absolutely. Yeah. You get in the beanie and um this shirt. Hey. <laughs> or like Valentina. Oh yes, with the turtleneck and the beret. Yes. Simple. Very that. Absolutely. Yeah. I would probably put on like a real quick jumpsuit I can pop into. Mm-hmm. Something, something fierce. Throw on some throw on a necklace and a little hair wrap because I know the hair gonna be looking crazy. Uh you know, the girls like to put a little backwards hat on when the hair not doing what it's supposed to do. They throw on a little bonnet. So up next, what well, popping into the room is Miss June Jambalaya, looking like a character from Death Jam Vendetta. Um, she's uh, wearing this, this is nude, nude uh, turtleneck under this Emilio Pucci bodysuit. Um, is it nude for her skin tone? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry, that's not the correct tone. I'm term she, it's like a blush, <laughs> like a blushy beige. Um, mm-hmm. So one thing I will say about this, I. I thoroughly did not like this look but um i think with miss june jambalaya when you use quotation marks she's our realness girl mm-hmm. uh, she you know she, she wants to look like she's uh, a wild and out girl she wants to look like it's giving tyler perry presents she wants to look like um a real housewife so i think that's the direction she leans into i also we also learn a little bit later that she um struggles with uh, some form of uh, like body issues right body mm-hmm. issues and uh, so I think that might have informed the choice of this look. Um, she looks so sickening in the promo. I hope we get a little bit more of that. Yeah, she looks because she's beautiful. Yeah, she looks good. Um, and I think that 
I'm interested to see how she translate her her aesthetic to what the competition requires. I do think that for the things that are a little more over the top, um, I wonder how prepared she is for that. Yes. And I say that based on the runway outfit tonight, which was kind of joy and speak Um It just didn't look like it's something that's in normally her wardrobe. So you know, uh, she wasn't fully prepared. But right, 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 right. No, she looks know, good. She's giving housewife. Yes. Uh with you know the short little feather wig. That's what I said. It's giving very much so Death Jam Vendetta character. Um with nothing wrong with that, because that's an excellent video game. <laughs> Um, we also learned from her good sis, Miss Cornbread, that she is a label whore. <laughs> and yeah. no matter whether this shit is going to fit or not, she going to buy it and put it on. I said, you better work. <laughs> them coins. But production probably should not have put that note in there because I do not think it helped. <laughs> do you think, uh, who do you think she reminded you of or who do you think she reminded me of in the confessionals? Because I got a very clear... Kelly Price? No, in the confessional. Oh, on the confessional? Ooh, I don't know. Magic Johnson's son, for some reason. Oh, I love EJ EJ's on the show? Yeah. You know, Miss Miss EJ be working it. So I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) if this girl was up on the show doing the thing. Doing the thing thing. So the last one to pop into the room is Miss O'Ryan's story. She's giving us this up to. She has a hamburger phone and this uh, essay of an entrance line that could have been cute if it was maybe edited down a little bit more. Oh, and that's Um, why. (laughs) <laughs> go ahead and, yeah but so i don't think we spent the right time we didn't write certain things when we should have been writing them. um <laughs> i will say this about miss orion's story remember she was just giving us chapstick and mascara mm-hmm. um and the promo look she is she looks beautiful here she looks really really beautiful here and i can tell she spent some time uh doing doing the love or what have you in the back when it took them 60 million time, uh, minutes to let them in um it's supposed to be giving lana del rey side note Mm-mm. I revisited Lana Del Rey earlier today. Y'all bitches was really sad in 2012, huh? Chat, listen, I put on Lana Del Rey one time, and I swear to goodness, I was in a great mood when I put her on. <laughs> Halfway through the song, I was like, I just want to lay on the floor. Okay. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, what is going on? And then, you know, another song came on. I said, you know, I really just want to open that window over there. Yeah, oh my god. Lana, that's what she is. That's the that's the vibe that she gives. Yeah, I put that I was sitting down working on something. I said, what the you bitches was listening to this sad ass spooky ass strip club music and y'all and y'all host okay because y'all going to therapy. But you know what? It turns it. So you know you do it in moderation. You you right, you're right, because you know my shit is off to the races. Um <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Miss O'Reilly comes and she looks good. Um and yeah, that's the entrance. I had a separate note here for a ride, but we'll get into that when we get into the critiques a little bit later on. Rupe pops into the room, welcomes the dolls, and says, Welcome back to the USA, girl. There's been 8,000 seasons abroad, but I probably make the most money here in the US of eight. So it is nice to be here and also offer you hoes some actual prizes instead of a piece of tin and a flight to the USA to do some shit in the wild presents basement. Um, <laughs> we do learn that this is a two part intro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and RuPaul does not try to shock us with it. She says this is to help us get to know the queens better, and that is uh, that is one of the upsides of a split. The other side of it is you can get Kelly Mantle, um, and she does know that someone is going home today. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And we get into the mini challenge. Jamal, talk to us about the mini challenge. Though. Child, look, I was trying to write notes to that mini challenge. I just remember going, <laughs> "What the hell is this?" 
So the mini challenge is a photo shoot, which we we love, right? It's not um, throwing the queens into fire, uh, but it is strapping the girls to a wheel and spinning them. (laughs) 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 It's strapping them to a wheel and spinning them and having them take pictures. It was chaos. That's it. I'm so here for it. You You like that? (laughs) I would have been so upset. Yes. Listen, all all Hoso had to do was a photo shoot, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So I was I was here for it. I said, yes, bitch, put them put them waivers to work, okay? Test the legal test out legal now, bitch. So highlights. RuPaul don't know what's in jambalaya. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh every single one of the the wigs and the hats that the bitches was wearing, not a one of them came off. Props. The to wheel. Them. Yes, props to them. The wheel getting to the excellence on the motherfucking wheel. Okay. Why? Because they put cornbread on there. Uh I was gonna say Simone, Jada Essence Hall, and Evie. Probably uh-huh. the black excellence on the wheel. But yes, because the the ever so talented and excellent Cornbread was on that bitch too. Mm-hmm. Carrie Colby didn't have to do a thing with that face and still looked stunning every time, every time. And last thing, and the most important thing, I don't think I'm gonna be able to rock with RuPaul advertising uh, Willow all season. Why? It's annoying. It's annoying as shit. I didn't think it was that annoying. She it's like her little tick, you know. It's also the, I, the wink, wink, nudge, nudge that she really likes you, and you probably will be around for a minute. I'll receive that. Yes. Willow was twenty six years old, <laughs> and RuPaul's sixty. She 20. a baby to her, and, and RuPaul is eighty five. <laughs> so let's get into the maxi challenge. So the maxi challenge. Oh, and the winner of the mini mini challenge. I'm sorry, is Carrie Colby. Do these do many challenge winnings ever, especially in the first episode? You think it's accurate or makes sense? Because you remember when Jiggly won the first mini challenge? <laughs> uh, well, no, I enjoyed the act of this mini challenge, but like you, I was like, I, I want to see the receipt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the main challenge is a talent show. Which is Ooh. exciting, once again, right? Because we're not doing a um, big stage number. I had the girls arguing over uh, placing, <laughs> only to be featured in chairs 30 minutes later. <laughs> you think you know me. <laughs> right. We should start coming in like this. We should start like this. We should start like this. <laughs> Cut to the night of the show. Right. <laughs> I still think that was a fierce song. I don't know why y'all didn't like that so much. Oh! good i think uh, because i'm that bitch was i'm that bitch it, it just sort of paled in comparison but yeah. in terms of like comparing that to phenomenon and congratulations yeah i think uh you think you know me was really successful you didn't like phenomenon of congratulations my favorite part of phenomenon is timmy shot it's <laughs> coming for you to show the world what i can do drag is my game and i do it well Cut to may 4th or oh, it was <laughs> Tamisha Tuesday. Yeah, do you know that came up recently? I said, bullshit, we we really came together. We was we all we all had we had our snacks and shit. We all but, queued up the Tamisha Iman network. You know how many video clips and uh uh gifts I have of that week on my phone? <laughs> yeah. 
script. I was ready. I was taking screenshots. I said, oh, this is going to be everything. You was giving me the play-by-play. I was yeah. making burgers. Yeah, but so we have a talent show. Um, and the girls are gonna present various talents. We hear from Cornbread that she is planning on doing an original track, which is great. Um, I'm also glad that that was not the one out of seven times we heard somebody say that. Girl. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know the girls in these talent shows, they good for um who we call it with a carrier? Song of Dash. That's another song. <laughs> song of that's the 50th song of dance. <laughs> the bitches will pop up there with a top hat and a cane and a, tra- a track that they threw together with a couple okay. of <laughs> with a beat. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Drag is not a contact sport. Um, yeah, so there's that. We get we also get some storyline um from different people, right? So with Willow, we learn about uh, their chronic illness and uh, just the, I guess, the experience of living with that. For do we get that much storyline out of Alyssa? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I was um, just saying. I was like, mm, I didn't learn anything about her in this episode. We get like the history of the Kobe's. We get Sasha's. Uh, why do I keep calling her Sasha? Carrie. Carrie's just, just the name of saying Sasha Kobe just feels good. Yeah, it's because it's an established name. So when you say Kobe, right. that's the first one I think of. Right. Um, but yeah, we get that Kobe is a legacy queen and that she's familiar with the other LA girls. Um we get that Bosco's weird, uh, and it's his most shocking transformation. And yeah, we get the cornbread is cornbread. Yeah, um, Bosco's definitely giving me a little bit of Mama Queen out of drag. Did you? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I like that she that transformation is. I love when a transformation is like so, um, so like stark in difference uh-huh. from their drag oh, character. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like Nina Flower. <laughs> exactly. As opposed to yeah. like um, Alyssa, who it just looks like she took her wig off. Right. Let me tell you something about, um, I will tell you this. I was thoroughly disappointed that we did not get an actual hot dog eating talent. Why? Because I like to see diversity in these talent shows, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and, this is, and that's one of the many reasons why I'm so averse to the song and dance. Because, you know, I, my expectation is when you go into this talent show, mm-hmm. is that you, um, you, you, you know, you sit down and you think, and you think about what it is that you're really good at. And then also maybe think about something that I'm, somebody else is not going to necessarily do. So, yeah. like, Shea Coulee learned how to pole dance in two weeks. And as a pole dancer, I can tell you, depending on your body type and you know how much time you, your strength and things of that nature only but so much shit you gonna learn how to do in a week mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or if you come up with like a creative song like i know you don't go up with this but trinity is up coming up with that song and doing a talking tutorial that's interesting and different for me so i yes. when she said oh i want to do the the hot dog eating thing well i'm sure it would have been absolutely disgusting <laughs> to watch someone speed eat 100 hot dogs in a minute, I think she said. I said, oh, that would be interesting and different. We've never seen that on the main stage before. We well, did see it during Chicken or What, season two. I was going to say, we also saw R. Simone do um, an eating number. Not a speed eating number. It was called a, um, a guaranteed contract position here on Drag Race. <laughs> Don Hunter number. 
Yeah. So that is the name of the game, right? And talent shows is, I think more so than like showing um, your specific talent. I think the name of the game now is just being interesting. Right. Um, but we also know other things about the talent show too. Like if you do a serious number, you're not winning. <laughs> right. Okay. Shout out Trixie Mattel. Shout out uh, Mariah Balenciaga. Shout that's the one. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, Gia Gunn. Uh oh. Oh shit. Hold on. Oh, oh so I- my hair is. And we're black, 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 black again. Yes. So, did you see what Gia Gunn wrote online? Girl, yes. And <laughs> girls proceeded to drag her as they should have. Um. You know, Gia knows her place in. Uh, ooh, I, okay. Let me back check because I don't like the way that sounded. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I don't like. The, I don't like the way that that sounded when I just said. Gia knows uh, 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 her role, and it is to agitate. Uh, yeah, that was still intense, but a little less. Uh, well, how else? How else should I, I say it? It's. It's. She always is agitating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, she is just always, which and, and that's how she has decided to play this reality game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's it it so it results in missteps and misspeaking quite frequently. Yeah, yeah, and she's it's unfortunate. A, yeah, she's definitely like a provocateur. Um, <laughs> she is. That's her. Yeah, <laughs> she know her place. <laughs> that's right. not what I meant. No, no, no. It's just you know, it's it's. She, she knows what she's doing. Okay. She knows exactly what she. And that's not me defending her. It's me saying she knew what the hell she. She knew she wrote that. She knew it was going to be drama, and there she is. People are sitting here dragging her. So. <laughs> yeah. So, what were we talking about before, G? Like, why did you bring up G? I didn't bring up G. You brought up G. <laughs> no, because no, before we went to pause, you brought up G. That's why. Um. Oh, did I? That's why I, I thought didn't. that. Yes. Oh no! I I, I wasn't. I, I saw that red tweet, and then I saw the dragon. I said, "There's nothing else I need to comment on here." Everyone else got me, got in on it. Uh, Carmen Carrera, Pep, uh, uh, Cornbread, even came in there and you know got it together. It's you know a troll, a troll. That's the term we're looking for. There you she go. Just, she a troll. Yes. So okay. we get before we get to the maxi challenge, we got to go to the runway. RuPaul looks excellent in this short asymmetrical little number she got on. I hate this new panel on the side, but I'm willing to let it slide because she said, "Y'all gonna buy it? Y'all gonna stream Mama Ru?" And I'm here. Oh, I thought I lost you. She said, "Y'all gonna stream Mama Ru?" Okay, so she comes up on the stage performing catwalk, and she gives and it us, was everything. It yeah, was this is basically the whole song. Baby, when that happened, I was I I think I was in the shower and I was just like listening to it and I was expecting uh-huh. the um just the regular and then that came on. I said, Oh, okay. And then I saw yeah. her come out that little black number. I said, Oh, I got my Good. life. It was magical. Good. It was gay magic. And we, she came out, she gave me her little drink and her two step. <laughs> and when one thing Miss RuPaul does on that runway is pump. She yes. said we went to the right bitches. She pumped to the right with the dances. We go to the top of the stage, bitch. She popped to the top of the stage, then she popped on back there. I said, "Miss, now Ru- so RuPaul has been really, really like RuPaul's been putting together work for putting together music for a long time. This is not her first time at the rodeo. Yes. The last couple things she's released though have been really pretty good, I would say. Right, like so, uh, we got her Gaslight Classic. Uh, uh, Blame it on the edit was good. 
um, Catwalk, uh, just a bunch of the other things that have come off of Mama Rue have been good. Um, the Christmas album, you and I both enjoyed. <laughs> yes, I did. I thoroughly enjoyed the Christmas album. And this bitch don't like Christmas music. So you can tell, <laughs> so you know, you know, it was definitely giving. So good on Mama Rue. Good on Mama Rue. Um, yeah. Uh, also, you need to get you a best friend like Miss Michelle Visage because one thing Michelle Visage is going to do is gas RuPaul up on that stage. Well, she did. What well, did RuPaul not look good? Oh no, she did. She. I, I'm not saying she didn't, but you need a ride or die like Michelle Visage. <laughs> who going to show her? You just need somebody in the stands at all time, bitch. Not just your folks who's sitting up at home. You need you a good, good Judy who also sitting right in front of you and saying, that's my best friend, that's my best friend, go best friend. Mm-hmm. And that's what Miss Michelle was given. So work. Yeah. Yeah. And I, Ross and also, oh, sorry, go ahead, baby. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was... <laughs> I, I agree with Michelle uh, 100%. Sometimes she'd be gassing Rue up, and I'm like, okay, this is clearly <laughs> this is clearly the best friend gas up and not the... Um... Sometimes you need that too, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this was good. This was a moment. So, and Ross is there, yes. Being yes. Ross. And is engaged. Uh, I thought Ross was already married. Well, this was filmed where? Oh, remember because well, we you seen stuff that like happened last summer, really? Well, I heard this was shot in four days, so <laughs> what'd you hear that at? <laughs> Base caser, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love how Willem said the, the season three of UK was shot in 10 days and we ran with it, ran well, with it. <laughs> I mean, but then she retracted. Kind of, and then she retracted her retraction. So right. we don't know, we don't know what the truth was because that retraction of the retraction, the re- the first retraction felt like I just got a call from um somebody affiliated with World of Wonder. Right, 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 right. Well, you know how she is. She was okay. That's not right. here nor there. Let's get into the um, talent show. So the first person up is Miss June Jamalaya, who's giving us African dance. She. Um, <laughs> Um, I knew you were gonna do that. Uh, she she looks beautiful. Was what I think about Miss Jude Jibalaya because everyone's talking about how cute um, uh, Alyssa Hunter is out of drag. I think June is also cute out of drag. Okay. Um, I think she looks beautiful. Uh, the highlight of this performance for me was that uh, thrice of a barrel roll that she did in the air. What? Yes. Beautiful. Fierce. Um, I am not familiar enough to confidently stand behind the I felt like at some point some of the things started looking competitive repetitive mm-hmm. but that just might be the nature of the game the 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 uh, that talent so I'm gonna yield okay yield 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 um yield, so yield, yield. <laughs> I thought that it I thought that it definitely looked very general um because yes. sometimes when people say African dance it's a really like vague term because they're throwing in different things um, from different parts of Africa. It's a whole ass continent. Yes. Um, sometimes they're really talking about West African dance. You know what I mean? Because like right. dancing in the Congo is very different um, than stuff that you would see in like Ethiopia. You know what right. I mean? Um, so I thought that you know there was like the very general like arm swings and movement. Da, 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 right. da. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of the outfit, but yeah, yeah, and then that's why I said I'm like I don't feel confident enough around what she was trying to convey to to 
critique and say that I don't, I felt like some of it started to just feel like it was flat at one point. Um, the headband became a problem. Yes, very much so. <laughs> the headband became a problem. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I thought, I thought it was successful. I think it's hard to come behind um, a BB, a BB who did this on the, uh, uh, on for the talent show for All Stars 3 and uh, lit the stage on fire with her performance. So. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the, she 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 danced beautifully. I can tell that Miss June is multi um, multi talented. Mm-hmm. I hope to see June stop taking herself so seriously. Hmm. Yeah, I think that that's gonna be her continual journey. It might not even be just on the show, but that's yeah. You know, yeah. That's her thing. She's like, I'm I'm a bad bitch. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna come in and perform, and that's what it is. She said something that I thought was hilarious. What was it? It was in regards to the talent show. Was it about Miss Orion's uh, <laughs> number? What? What? Oh God, I can't remember what she said. I should have wrote this down. It was kind of like they expected. They asked. I said I was going to give them this, and that's what they got, or something like that. Oh, she said, "Was it perfect? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but was it a talent? Yes, yes. I said, you right, you right, you right." And listen, it checks my mouth. out. And it checks with my boxes too, right? Like, it is something different. We've not mm-hmm. seen this constantly on the runway. She's a beautiful dancer and she executed some things that you don't see all of the time, like that barrel roll. Mm-hmm. Stunning. Um, yeah. And the headband is her inner saboteur. <laughs> so Bosco yeah. comes out and uh, said, Did you want to hear something else with you? No, that was it. I was, I was agreeing with you. The headband was an issue. So Bosco comes out and is doing burlesque, and immediately I clocked the Coco Montrese couch from uh, <laughs> All Stars Two, and I said, "Oh no, sabotage!" Um, so Bosco is dressed as this rose. Um, I have my note in here about telling you who she looks like offline. Um, I think I liked a lot of the pieces of this performance. You know, uh, burlesque is the um, art of uh, uh, I won't say tasteful; it's artful stripping. Right, mm-hmm. um, it's it's artful stripping. Um, I felt like there, I would have loved, and this is the edit, so I don't know what it is that was the original full performance. Mm-hmm. I think it was for me, it was missing some uh, some more oomph and some more tease. Yeah, uh, when she first came out, said she was doing burlesque. I got a little upset because I feel like burlesque is the cheat code for the talent shows. Just... <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's it does check. It checks some of the boxes, but mm-hmm. then it's also like, well, you know, the girls just like, you know, people stripper and slut is uh the top two things that the girls like to do when they start doing drag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I wasn't that impressed, but I also knew that this was like something that she considers to be in her wheelhouse because she she said it. I like to be naked. Um, and that's it. I don't know. I wasn't too. I wasn't too moved by her. Yeah, I think when some of the pedal when the pedal started coming off so quickly, I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! We need to stop this up. It's it's about the art of the tease." So it eventually was just like it stopped feeling like a burlesque performance, mm-hmm. and it started feeling like trying to get up the clothes quickly. Now, uh, I've been on the stage before, so sometimes when you put it pull together these numbers, and it hits the stage, that timing don't work the way that you practice. So maybe right. that's what it was. <laughs> You know, the, the, the five, six, seven, eight came a little earlier than she anticipated. Um, 
So up next is Alyssa Hunter, and this one has caused quite a bit of stir. <laughs> Elaborate. So first of all, Alyssa told us, um, or the, the girls in the back, that she was playing the guitar. Right. Yes. Okay. Cool. Bet we about to get a little bit of charo, a little She's... bit of Spanish, Spanish guitar, a little, a little Tony Raxton. Uh huh. So she comes out, and the first thing we notice is the bitches got licensed music this season. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, her or somebody else. I said, oh, wait a minute. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and they say that her talent is lip sync. I said, wait a fucking minute. I didn't this bitch say she was going to be playing the guitar? Mm-hmm. So the girl starts performing. She is giving us a lip sync performance. Um, I think she's turning it out. I think she's doing, I think she's doing pretty well. I think the, the highlight here is her ability to perform. Yeah. Um, and then she goes over to the guitar, guitar, which apparently does not have any strings on it. Um, and starts mimicking the the um, the playing. We have been had. <laughs> right. So yeah, this had me thinking about. I thought it was proficient. I think if we are going to accept lip syncing and performing as a as something that the girls can do as a talent, fine. The precedent has been set. They has not been told that they can't do it. I don't think it's the most dynamic and compelling thing in the world. But if you do it successfully and you look good doing it, fine. Um, because she's a pageant girl. I wonder if to you know in these pageants, these these this these aren't wholly unusual, right? Mm-hmm. But the difference is the scale. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about backup dancers. We're talking about choreography, like a lot more that they're given. And the only person I know who is a pageant girl who has been given that to do this on this stage for the talent show is Alexis Mateo. Mm-hmm. So I always wonder about these pageant girls because I mean, who else? to come out and do these talents and uh like what what does it what does it embody you know what i mean hmm. or like why is it why is it not more than just that but mm-hmm. that being said those are not wholly uncommon in um patches i didn't talk myself in a circle right there but you did but you know, it's okay. that's, what, but that's what we do i do that all the time because you also in the process, you're like you're processing the thought that you're trying to get out at the same time. And sometimes yeah. that that gets circular. Because my original note says I wonder why these pageant girls come on here with minimal talents, even though they're um, this is a pageant category. But my other thought was, well, these aren't a, a wholly uncommon to see on a pageant stage, but the difference is the scale. Right. Yeah. Um so What's the child's name? Who's Gary next? Carrie Colby. Carrie Colby come out lip syncing. Um, was she jump roping? You said was she? Or are you asking me to tell me? Yeah, she was jump roping. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think she looked beautiful. Uh, she has a little little teeny tiny uh, um, uh, tennis skirt on. Ass is right. Mm-hmm. We have another set of licensed music. Um, I agree with the judges when they say that I wish that the the, the uh, jump roping had started earlier. Um, you know what would have been so cool is if she had like set up different jump roping stations. That would be a lot. Well, I mean, I'm not talking about like setting up like, you know, wipe out level contraptions, you know, uh, don't wake daddy. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like, okay, you know, a boy toy named Troy, you pop out, you go to the little jump rope on the left and you do your little set of tricks because the bitch is talented on the jump ropes. Yeah, she yeah. has some speed jumping. She has some tricks. She, she, had, and this is all black as hell. It's black ass talent. Um, 
side note, go watch that episode of Sister Sister where they have the jump up competition. Um, it would have been, but because of the length of the song and we only, it took us so long to sort of get to that part, it would have been much cooler if she had done different areas of different jump rope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I thought that for what it was, it was it was decent. Absolutely. Yeah. And I actually thought that she had a strong chance of maybe winning the talent show. Yeah, I mean, this was different and she right. did it successfully, right? So that I think that checks all the boxes as well. Mm-hmm. So Orion's story comes out and does a comedy act, and uh, oh, <laughs> have we ever had a successful comedy talent show? Um, who's been the comedy talent shows? Jasmine Masters. Masters. We had Trinity. Trinity. Woo, Jesus. Um, Derek, Derek Barry. Barry. Yeah. Uh, who else? I think I guess that's it. Um. And the fact, I think of that group, Trinity was the most successful. Trinity was the most successful because she was the only one that got positive feedback. Oh, you meant, I'm thinking about Trinity to talk. Now Trinity uh, no. came on there. TKB. No, I'm thinking about TKB. Um, so mm. she comes out and uh, she, I think Trinity had a couple of laughs in there. I don't know that Jasmine or what was shown, Jasmine or Derek had any. I think that Derek's, but yeah, Derek's is infamous because I said there was a lot that was chopped out. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Mm. So comedy is just a hard thing to do. And in addition to not having an audience, there's always a chance that if you don't do that primarily, that you will bomb. Mm-hmm. And that is what happened. Um, I agree with June Jambalaya when she said a lot, some of the material was there. This character reminded me a lot of Katya's character, Trish. Okay. Uh, and Trisha's, to the extent that you are in love with, uh, you know Katya's comedy, Trisha's funny. So it reminded me of that character. It also gave me a little bit of the um, one-woman show from season 12. Right. Uh, it just didn't hit. Uh, we learned later that it sounds like she really didn't have time to prepare it or she didn't really prepare it. So that further was harmful to the presentation of uh, this number. Also, did you notice she was turned away from the audience? Yes. And by the audience, I mean the judges for a good portion of that um, act. And I said, well, that's also um, an issue. Mm-hmm. That's a So yeah, that was Orion's story. Mm. And <laughs> child, I don't have anything to say about Miss Orion's story other than we said it what? in the Meet the Queens. We said what it was about to give in the Meet the Queens. When I'm right, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Well, it was about to give up and just meet the quiz, child." Um, so was uh Willow Pill next? Cornbread's next. Oh, oh yes, Miss Thay, I got my life. Yes, girl. Cornbread. <laughs> First of check <laughs> Cornbread came pumping out in that that number, um, with her can What is it? Cotton candy hair. Yes. And the booty shorts, and she is in the uh, hoops staple in or pinned into the booty shorts. Simple but effective. It she was, gave it was me, a, it was she a casual gave me my outfit. Life. Yes. It was banji, but make it drag. <laughs> yeah, and so, she and she bounced around and performed. I thought it was cute. I thought the movement was cute. She um Michelle didn't think it was cute, but you know, whatever. F Michelle. Yeah, 
I can't wait to talk about that. Um, yeah, no, Miss Corbett was fierce. She was everything. Uh, the track, the the good start of it was that it was an excellent track. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, you know, girls can get, go out here and give us original tracks all the time, and it's not always giving. It was good. Um, it had the comedy, it had the camp in there, and it was to to your um to your point a little earlier speaks to all of her talents that got her on the show in the first place, and why mm-hmm. everyone noticed her before she got on Drag Race. Because I knew, I knew who Cornbread was before Drag Race. Um, I love the tart the touch of the um, Merle's missing book carton. <laughs> That shit's how, hilarious. Right. I love how y'all just be fucking with Merle. Like Merle, what, what, Merle just be trying to mind her business. <laughs> Merle, people are concerned because Merle was there and then she was gone. We already got an explanation on season seven of RuPaul's Drag Race. That's not the true explanation. Yes, it is the true explanation. That's not the true explanation. Yes, you had Danny DeVito. You had, um, you had Max as Tilda Swinton. Mm-hmm. And you had Pearl as Michelle Visage. So, I mean, uh, Mother does not play. Mm-hmm. Yep, solid yeah. performance, start to finish. No no notes. Very good job, Cornbread. Yeah. Um, so the last thing we have, a uh, performer, is uh, Willow Pill. RuPaul's favorite of the night. Yes. Thoughts? I thought it was brilliant. I thought that it was everything. She came out that uh, <laughs> well, who sings that song? Because the song is familiar. It's Indian. It's Indian. I, okay, I just call it the Titanic. <laughs> one of the Titanic songs. Yes, Titanic. It may be, but I also saw a YouTube video one time. It was like a montage of Titanic, <laughs> and that was playing. And so I just always <laughs> associate those two things. I cannot imagine what that montage was if they were it playing was, that song. It was so dramatic. <laughs> you see, like, Jack grabbing Rose and the ship sinking. <laughs> right. Uh, so, Miss Willowbill is giving us a self care um, in quarantine <laughs> number, which is we're going to call this performance art. Mm hmm. I'm going to call this performance art. Uh, she comes out there. She is preparing a bubble bath. Uh, and then she pours in wine, as we all um, are one to love to enjoy in a bubble bath. Mm-hmm. Unless you are tall like me, and then you have to have your knees out of the bath. But that's not here nor there. Wow. Um, <laughs> you should see me trying to situate my legs in the tub. Uh, <laughs> uh, she goes to eat some spaghetti, puts the spaghetti into the... Um, Tub, and then at the end, she throws in a toaster and jumps in after it. Um, mm-hmm. So, a couple thoughts. Uh, <laughs> my first thought is when she threw the toaster in there, I said, How did she pass Psycho Bow? Because <laughs> I saw a couple of moments in there of, of the episode. I was like, I wonder what her Psyche Bow was like. Because mm-hmm. uh, of the, how much she talks, talks about the darkness and gloom and emo and, you know. Uh, that's neither here nor there nor my business. Um, what is? Why does it say this? Hold on. Oh, I like what I liked about this performance was it was um, what I've noticed. The commentary around it has been is that it was no one knows what they were watching, but they loved it, mm-hmm. uh, and that is uh, uh, essentially the um, the the draw in of perform of good performance art, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that she paid really good attention to the elements of the performance. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, playing to the audience, 
big part of that. A big part of us buying into what it is she has going on. It was stupid, but it was effective. Right. And I think she gets a lot of really she gets a lot of points from me on execution. Um, yeah, hundred points to Gryffindor for me. Hundred points to Gryffindor. Absolutely. Yeah, it was it was brilliant, and I thought it was nice. It was subversive. It's the kind of like uh sick shit pardon my french that rupaul lives for yeah um and it was also intellectual it was thoughtful it wasn't just a song and dance you know but once again it 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 bordered on serious and the minute that i saw that end and i said okay that was funny however she ain't gonna win this (laughs) (laughs) i said girl what (laughs) you talking about unalivable no (laughs) So yeah, that was the talent show. So it was the first half. Do you think next week, this week's girls can top this talent show? I don't know. We'll see. Because who's who's in remaining that hasn't been used yet? Yeah, and of the cast. Yeah, you got Lady Camden. You got Nigeria. You got um, you got uh, uh, what's that child's name? Not Scarlet, uh, Jasmine Kennedy mm-hmm. of the Kennedy uh, Kennedys. Uh, yeah, a couple bitches left. Okay, I've never been all these names for me yet. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> so, talk to us about the judging. So, the judging was um interesting. The the panel. I don't know what they were on tonight, but it seemed like everybody was kind of loopy. Um. <laughs> Because RuPaul was just going off. She's going off on tangents the whole. She talking about the girl look like she picking cotton. She um, reading Michelle for trying to uh, say that cornbread was uh, inaudible by saying, girl, well, I speak black. And I understood all of that. Right. She said, I speak, nigga. Um, So I I also completely missed the runway. So we'll talk about that separately. It's okay. It's okay. So, but it, so the judge, um, Let's just go person by person. They live for cornbread. Michelle tried it, but I also think that, that was the producers in her ear. Um, and I love that Lizzo took up for cornbread. I love that Lizzo was very much in the judging. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unlike other, like sometimes the guest judge, you don't hear them saying that much. And they're just like, oh, this is exciting to be here. Look at the gays. Um, <laughs> Lizzo's <laughs> like, I live for that. You know, you should change that. I, yeah. I want you on my tour, you know. Um, also, Cornbread is a big uh, Lizzo impersonator, so I wonder how much they know of each other uh, prior to this. Well, you know, Miss Lizzo features the girl, so she they probably do know uh, quite a bit about each other. Exactly. She's like, you're not going to talk about Cornbread. <laughs> you know the other thing about Michelle's critique? Michelle listened to it one time, and she was probably judging it with the lens of this is a writing challenge, mm-hmm. and this is not what it was. This is not me writing a, 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 a verse to an original RuPaul track. It's the song that I brought here. You're supposed to be watching this overall performance. Right. Right. So who else? Uh, I'm trying to, no, no, no. I'm trying to think of who they didn't like. What were the big takeaways? June Jambalaya, they didn't feature. They talked a lot about how, like, her, how she was more focused on the fact that she was losing props during the during the act, like the hairband was falling off, da 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 da. da. Um, the what's the chick? 
Orion story was a complete fail. The outfit also was a fail, but we haven't talked about the runway, so you'll get to that. Um, what were you about to say? I saw you make a face. No, I was, I was just reading my notes. Trying uh, to figure out why I didn't write the runways after the damn talent show. Because the runways weren't really like that much. The runways well, didn't give that much. Here's they the other thing. Though. Yeah, they also don't normally do a runway for the talent show. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. And that's why I was like, well, that's it. And I was like, oh, no, this is a two-hour. <laughs> Jagger's holds its hostage on Fridays. I forgot about that. Yeah, so that's that. Um, yeah, I don't know anything else about, like, what stood out in terms of it. I think that everybody else was judged pretty fairly and pretty middle of the pack because uh, Evie Aldi's kid and... I was about to say, Evie Aldi's kid and Silky. Evie Aldi's kid and Cornbread stood at the top. <laughs> and June and uh, Homegirl, Orion Story, were like the bottoms. Everybody was pretty middle. And we covered some of the other comments, like uh, Carrie's number being cute, but it really picking up once the jump roping started. She's uh, so sweet and cute. I like her so much. Yeah. Bosco looking like she strapped a whole mattress to her back. <laughs> So, uh, before they got these judgings, there was a runway that happened. And the category was signature drag, essentially. Mm -hmm. So, first out is Miss June Jambalaya giving us this um, bespangled bodysuit with uh, some flowy, uh, flowy, uh, we're going to call that chiffon, shoulder pad, long, Mm -hmm. 3-3, mug stamped. I thought the costume looked good but you made your to your point earlier i could see that it i can see what you're saying and that it could have belonged to somebody else mm-hmm. and not been her drag but i do think it is um i think the piece looks good i think there are some areas where the fit could have been better uh but regardless of what i'm drawn to her face uh, i also would have liked um a better wig line mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and because she chooses to, she wears, um, she doesn't really do a drag wig. You know what, what I mean? What do you mean? Talk about like, that more. Like a like a big, over the top, or like overdone wig. Mm-hmm. Her wig, to me, thus far, have seen, and this is not a read, uh, like beauty shop. Yeah. That's right. her aesthetic. That's her aesthetic, right. But with that, because it's not a wig that's made for drag performance or a drag aesthetic, you tend to notice when the hairline is off. Yes. And and so with those, I mean, those weeks can be styled and judged in a way. I mean, she might do the same 80s haircut quite frequently, but James Mansfield can turn a, a, a wig shop wig out, a beauty shop wig down. So, you know, it can be done. I think she looks beautiful. I think she looks good. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's say that. I think that she did look cute. Up next is Boss. <laughs> Whenever you choose to be silent, I know there is a reason for it. No, it's just like I'm, I'm trying to take it in and agree, and then also like not. You know, I'm always trying to. I don't want to come off as just like hating on the girl. Yeah, that's fair. Unless, unless it's Eureka. Um, <laughs> that's reasonable. Prior to All Star Six, you know, or unless it's um, 
certain people who uh, the category is ghost ship and they come dressed like an octopus. Not you read the Dragon Girls now. Well, okay. I just say. <laughs> Only four of them is going on tour as is, all right? And- well, girl, <laughs> they should have hit that top four. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, Bosco comes out in this, um, I think, another really well-fitted garment. I like mm-hmm. the sweetheart neck on this jumpsuit. Is it a jumpsuit or is it like a, is it like a corset with um, some fitted tights under it? Okay. The jazzled tights under it. Regardless, mm-hmm. I think she looks good. I do like the... Um, the horns on the wig, and mm-hmm. I think I hope she does space out the usage of uses of them. I enjoy Bosco's brows a lot. You do? Yeah, I do. I'm still I trying do. to figure out what I think about the Nike mark, Nike uh, checks. That's understandable. That's understandable. I think she looks good. I think um, I'm interested to see what else it is that Bosco is going to bring. Um, mm-hmm. I'm warming up to her. Mm-hmm. I think the Meet the Queens. I was you know a little lukewarm, but now I'm warming up. Well, yeah, she was kind of like, uh, what, irreverent a little bit in the Major Queens. So, Miss, um, what is this child's name? Alyssa Hunter pumps out, and she's giving us another My Fair Lady aesthetic. <laughs> I only say another because it is a, it's a popular one on track. Yeah, but she looked gorgeous. I think she looks, honey, she looks fucking sickening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These feathers, the jewels, the details, and what's what is, while it is another My Fair Lady, it's a different take on it. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's a different take on the um, the Eliza Doolittle um, mug, painted and stamped. I said, you cannot send this bitch home looking like this. Well, they did that to Kamora, and she looked. Crazy. I was about to say there have been people who have come it out. Will. <laughs> And their asses is right up in that bottom and got sent home in their very fierce outfits. Listen, I, I, to this day, I give Miss Kamora credit because she said, I, I'm not about to win this flip sync against Miss Thing. So I'm going to give you the fiercest little parking bark. And that's what she did. She looked cut the entire lip sync. I said, Miss Kamora, you got <sighs> What do you think was going through her head when that happened, though? And she's just like walking around the stage. She was she was watching that bitch doing the absolute most. She just said, "I wonder if they still got some tacos left for lunch back there." Okay, I wonder how the train of my dress looks right now. <laughs> right, 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 right. She like Taj would be so proud right now, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> Miss Kamora looked the fuck good during that lip sync, and I just I was like, "Dollar, you doing your thing, girl? You better work, Miss Toucan Sam." But Miss <laughs> Kamora over there. Hi. When Denali um gave the world's greatest lip sync performance ever. Yes, when Denali gave us um voting for the very first time. <laughs> uh, yes, absolute full to from us for Miss Alyssa Hunter. You better motherfucking work. Oh, that shit moves. It moves. Yeah, it was good. It was it was gorgeous. Um, the only comment I do have is that I wish there was a little more body, but yeah, well you know, because I feel like just a little, little bit of body would have set that off. Absolutely. And that's one of the colors of the winds I'm trying to uh, paint with and being more receptive to the nobody doll. So speaking <laughs> of um, the opposite of nobody, we got Miss Carrie Colby who was giving you full body, uh, also inspiring the, the other uh, racially charged moment of the evening. Uh, and this dress that is made... Oh, that's right. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Lizzo, you went there? <laughs> Were you not thinking that a little bit when you realized he's like, oh, that's okay, that's okay. Anytime I see a series of K's, I get real concerned. Right. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
to the point where I have to like make sure they're not divisible by three. Um, yes, see, <laughs> right, <laughs> girl, this could be some kind of code. Right. <laughs> well, shit. hopefully not coming out of Carrie Colby. Um, well, shit, you see, she, you saw who she was lip syncing. It would, it would have fit the theme. <laughs> no shame. Oh God, I wish I could hang that flag up. <laughs> Uh, so Carrie Colby comes out in this dress made um, showing body adi in these these buttery boots. And then she low-key giving um Doja Cat. Which look? Just I I feel like she low-key fits into that aesthetic. So the, yeah. the random yeah. racism also wouldn't have been surprising. You know, didn't do nothing. So she she <laughs> has um these pink K's on <laughs> this outfit giving us Carrie and this giant fur. It's very much so meet your man at the door when he get off work, bitch. Okay. Lion heads on the shoulder. Um, I think my only wish is that she had like let that shit drape off that body as she walked back and just served it at the top of the runway. Mm-hmm. But I bet you this shit is nice and expensive. She said that shit is not coming off. Oh, it's probably heavy as fuck too. Right, 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 right. right. Coming up off this body, we're gonna get it's gonna make it to the end, to the side, to the side, judge it, and this shit going right back into the crate. So okay. absolutely it, it it tells me who Miss Carrie Colby is so far. hmm Yeah, it was it was a good job for Miss Carrie Colby. Orion's story comes out. Um in Next. uh so we got Miss Cornbread Jatay. Oh boy. <laughs> I said she was trying her best. <laughs> okay, let's go back. So, a couple things I enjoy. Let's talk about what I enjoy about Orion's look. Okay, yes, um, let's be fair. It has some of those elements of the sixties that she said that she enjoys putting to um, infusing into her drag, which I think is great. Um, I see a little bit of the. This is beaten down to the uh, uh, to the to the white meat. I see a like a little bit of Barbarella, but like also kind of the the psych like mixed with like a psychedelic situation. Um, she made this look, which mm-hmm. I always appreciate hearing that more of the girls are not spending 17 gajillion dollars in mortgaging their houses, you know, sucking dick to get on the drag race. I appreciate hearing that she's making more, <laughs> um, that there are girls making more of their looks. Um, I think the wig also fit that aesthetic right. I think this suffered from some editing issues. Mm-hmm. I think, um, for instance, the three titties, is something that we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Mind seeing multiple times because we don't see it all of the time. But the choice to have a, the nipple in the middle have a red tassel and a look that's already too is already busy didn't really sir, uh, sell the socket to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the addition of the cotton onto the fingernails, I don't think was useful. What I also give Miss O'Ryan some credit for is the mug look right. Um, and the pads were right. Yes. I just do not think it was up to the caliber of some of the other things that the other uh, runway dolls were giving. Mm-hmm. And you notice that, and that's how you get Kelly mantled when it's only seven <laughs> bitches. I don't look like bacon. Right. They gave her so much for that dress. It's just a regular regular dress. Didn't she have that dress like archived somewhere? Or like, <laughs> I feel like she talked about how she had it archived somewhere. Kelly Mantle just seems like a, a, a pleasant person. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's because when she talked about vibration, talked to vibrations about, uh, you know. Um, so, <laughs> so these are so these are that and these are the things that I enjoyed, and these are the things that I wish you would have edited on that wig. It's it's just a lot happening, and it's none of it seems 
very intentional. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, there or were a lot of ideas. Wrong, right. Oh, it's the wrong intention. <laughs> exactly. That's it. But hey, uh, at least you tried. So Corbett comes out in this, uh, what would you call this? It's like this, it's this iridescent, gunmetally, sparkly, um, corset uh, bodysuit situation. And she has this, uh, it's not quite, it's not chain mail. It's like a, it's, it's the same material over here. She decided to go bald. Um, and aside, I have come around to the Joey J thing. I would love to see more of the girls who have hair. <laughs> also, oh, really? Yeah. You know, we, we, we talked about that before. Your ability to also be versatile with it, so. Okay, okay. Well, All you know, right, I see girl, you. Well, you know, the ball, ball girls always come down the runway, and it's, and it's like we, we accept it as a fashion moment, right? Mm-hmm. And Joey J had some moments, too, that I didn't mind because um, it was giving me very much so 1996 Marvel versus Capcom. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't ever, we don't see a whole bunch of the using of the, uh, I'll use quotation marks, boy hair so fiercely on the runway. Mm-hmm. It's either the bald or a wig. So I would love to see an infusion of more of that done successfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was fierce. I called it. Um, I called it. If Lizzo is going to the Thunderdome as Tina Turner, then this is uh, Esther Rose uh, guest star as her BFF. Okay, Nail Carter. Yeah, um. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Give me a break. Um, I think. Miss, uh, I was gonna call this bitch uh, Lizzo. Corbett always looks good. I, you, the day she looked fucked up, I'm not gonna be on the podcast that day. I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying nothing about it. I'm gonna give her. I mean, possible. you know, it's gonna come a little bit. I'm a, yeah, I know. And that day I'm gonna be delusional down. Okay, so yeah, successful toots. Uh, I also enjoyed her commentary around showing body as a big girl. Yeah. Um. Yes. More, more body, more flesh, more fat bitches to be a nickel in the runway. <laughs> Yeah, I want to see. I want to see her like pull a Candy Muse, right? When Candy was uh-huh. damn near naked, except for that stole. Because that was hot. Ooh. Candy was everything. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That was the Oh, child, that's when Miss Elliot decided she was giving up that day. Um. So Willow Pill comes out in this neon green. In Elliot says she tried, Mister. She said I gave it my best. Elliot said we weren't cutting that little fabric that I was supposed to cut before I left. On this little dance costume. Oh, Miss Hilly. Uh, so you get uh, Willow Pill coming in the wrong way, and this green and blue number. Um, the category was signature drag, so I would say sure. Um, I really, this episode, Willow has taken me on a, a roller coaster with the looks, because um, I, I do not like this. Um, I don't think it's enough. Um, and it's not just for the green storyline, but I think if that's what we're supposed to be in store for with Willow, fine. Not the first bitch to put me on a roller coaster for Drag Race. So let's see what comes of it. It's only day. It's only day one. Yeah, I like it. It's chaotic. You don't know. It makes me excited. You're not excited. No. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna lie about this outfit. Here's the other thing. You know, I don't, I'm not going to just be giving out points for um, the sake of just being weird. I need to say, I need to say some more. Okay. 
Okay. So so we get to the uh well cornbread wins. Congratulations, Cornbread. We live for that. Um we also she didn't win. Huh? You would have aired it out. I mean, you know, Willow could have Willow could have took it. Um Mm -hmm. every kiss begins with a K may have took it. Would have been here for that. Yeah, but so Willow wins. Congratulations. We also want to acknowledge the um history of winning the first challenge and what that could signify. Ooh. That would well, be exciting. First bitch you won the challenge and did not do that was Morgan McMichael. So you know we'll see. <laughs> um and also we want to acknowledge that uh Twinkle has gone on record on the podcast as saying that there will be no more affirmative action on drag race. So we'll see if um <laughs> Cornbread can go against those odds. Um, right, right, right. Say, we just the fuck out of this. We putting the Whole Foods in this motherfucker. Child. And so we uh we get to the lip sync, and the lip sync is between June Jambalaya and that Orion story. Orion story. Um, at first when the episode first dropped, I saw the lip sync first, and I assumed that the top two would be performing as they usually do. Are you getting um, the song already? No, I didn't know the song. Okay. Oh, you saw, you was, saw the lip sync first? Yeah, I saw the lip sync first. And I thought that, because you know, in the split openings, the last one, she was like, oh, yeah, the top two can perform for money. Um, And I said, oh, wait, so June won with the African dance? But I was wrong. That was the bottom two. The song is one of my favorite Lizzo songs. And I think it does get enough play um, or enough hype. And I saw people shading it on the Maddie Rance show. <laughs> do you know how long i've been waiting for this song to be a fucking lip sync <laughs> i have worn out every square foot of this one bedroom apartment <laughs> this motherfucking song i was in it to win it and i said the song is motherfucking water me work mm-hmm. what else would they have done what else what else i mean lizzo has lizzo is uh, America's next bop, uh, uh, next top bop star. Yeah, they could have did um, like a girl. Uh, That's yes. from her album. I thought that was good. Yes. Um, I'm glad it didn't do tempo. It could have been any other song, sure, but I think this is a great song. It has a lot of great beats. Um, it is it's a draggy song. It gets the crowd going. Well, at least it gets mute going. Yeah, it has levels. I'm also yeah. glad it wasn't um, what the truth hurts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of the uh, the singly stuff. Um, worship me would have been fierce. Yeah, but uh, I'm mostly just glad it wasn't Truth Hurts because they <laughs> wore that out and I didn't understand how that became like the hottest of Lizzo's bops when there are superior bops, in my opinion. Yes, well, you know, after the whole uh, Juju not knowing the words to Juice fiasco, we had to. Child, like, that's what they should They should have redid Juice. <laughs> they still didn't get no justice after with Juju be pulled up on that stage. Yes, one of the shoes that did not match that cat oh, suit. So child, I was so fucking hurt. I said, "Oh, I love this song." Um, so the lipstick is going. Um, they I, I, exactly, I, it's going. Well, a couple of things that are, are happening here because of my reverence for this song. It's not <laughs> doing. I'm serious. Well, I tell you, I wear out every square foot of this motherfucker. Oh, listen, I, I have choreography. I have a whole video in my head of this song, and it includes yeah, running on a table. Yes. <laughs> all kinds of bass. So I completely. Yes, 
That's our new promo. That's gonna be our new uh, our, our promo. Us performing to water me. Okay, we well, already uh, give us some time because I got to get in a little bit better shape for what is in my head. We can work it out, girl. I think we probably be roughly the same amount. We'll figure it out. Listen, mm-hmm. if it would work out for two tons of fun, bitch, it's gonna work out for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, as Sebastian said, these bitches they ain't got no pretty gals. They don't do. They don't dance. They say. And they probably left that ass to do the weather girls. Look, <laughs> <sighs> lipstick is going. Um, I'm rooting for June Jambalaya because overall, I'm rooting for June. Mm-hmm. I'm always rooting for everybody back in the show. Uh, I'm also looking at Miss Orion and I'm like, oh, I don't think Orion knows the words. No. Miss Orion don't know the words. So this brings me to something else. Uh, several times, Orion sort of alluded to the level of preparation. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder what is the, how, I guess it's another moment of me talking myself in a circle. Um, how can you really get yourself prepared to be on Drag Race? Because we also know that Drag I think a lot of us watch it, mm-hmm. look myself and go, I can do that, I can do that, I can do that. We know this competition is hard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everyone goes in and says they can do that. But I always wonder, what is the appropriate level of preparation for going on to this show? Like, what is it that you can mm-hmm. I think that you should be fairly, like, competent in most things before you hop on this show. So you should know how to, like, diddy-bop a little bit. Um, You may want to also know how to sew something, maybe two patterns. Um, You may want to rehearse some kind of comedy. I don't know. Yeah, because... In the post, um, no, in the post Tyra Sanchez immunity world, it isn't like you could be, you could just bank on getting immunity off of your favorite. I can do that. Right, 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 right. So when your least favorite, I can do that pops up, you a little safe. Yeah. 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 You know, here's what I, I raise that to because, you know, I want to offer them a little bit of grace, right? Like, mm-hmm. you go in with however many dollars that you have drag race in this landscape but you know also you do need to prepare yes right right so it's the what is enough for the average drag queen to get herself by in this competition (sighs) that and that being said too you know podcast take our critiques as you know light levity you know us just talking shit about drag race it's not us you know ready to uh have the bitches walk in the motherfucking plank because what it is it did walk in the plank right the girls did a tv show it didn't quite work out the way uh that they wanted it to we if we didn't like it we didn't like it Mm -hmm. uh but that's not a reflection of their drag overall and what it is that they put out into the world so Mm -hmm. yeah Podcast. This is a love podcast, but sometimes we don't think that things are cute, and that's okay. Um, so the lip sync happens. Uh, we learn that Miss June Jambalaya is safe. I said, thank God, because I do think she might have something up in that suitcase. You think? Yeah, I, I, I definitely think if she's a label, uh, I don't like saying label whore, but if she's a label whore, she probably got something. She probably something. Got something. Hopefully, that fits a little bit better because we've gotten a too tight um jumpsuit and then a slightly too baggy jumpsuit off Miss yeah. June Jump Live. Because I think her body's big and I think she's bodacious. I think she's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think she's 
and you know the girls are also one to improve over the over the course of the uh competition yeah so, you know, i didn't realize there was a couple times simone didn't have a whole lot of makeup on um what you mean you just realized that that was a talking point for half of the day <laughs> like, girl. I, was watching some, I was watching i think maybe i noticed it and just i put it out of my mind because of simone stan i was watching uh i was re-watching uh some moments from season 13 i said there was a couple times Miss Simone was giving chapstick and the scarf. Down. Huh. Down. Yeah. <laughs> she she put it. It's a lightly dusted face. Yes. He's you know. The girl has blinders on and it's okay. <laughs> and I acknowledge the lip won't pop, but yeah. it's all good. So that was episode one. This mm-hmm. week we get to meet the seven other new bitches. I'm excited. I am excited to see. Uh, uh, we get Deja this week. Who was your favorite week this week? Week of the week. We also get Angeria this week. Um, I can't wait to see Angeria. <laughs> oh, she cut you into some motherfucking catfish nuggets. So I know she's about to give you. Yeah, she's like a, a little bit more polished Heidi in closet. So I'm excited about that. And also, Nina Bonina Brown doesn't hate her <laughs> yet. It's still early. Well, well, Nina, sometimes when the girls are coming out of the ATL, Nina on her show automatically shades them because of her uh, experience. And I was watching the show and Nina was like, I really am happy that she's here. I hope you guys are nice to her because she's very worried about that. Oh, good. Good, 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 good. My hair is. Favorite week of the week, without a doubt, corporate. Which one? Performance. Doing a performance. That um, Cotton Candy sent me. Um, but also to her uh, entrance. My favorite wig. Yes. It's not fair because we always have the same favorite wig. <laughs> okay, well, we can pick somebody um, different. Okay, so Let we, me see. Who had well, the good well, no, wigs? Do, let's do it this way. We can do it. This is, uh, this is uh, the wigs of the week is going to be swept by Cornbread, the snack jeté. There we go. The golden flexi rods. Mm-hmm. And Jamal's favorite was the cotton candy fantasy and the and the performance. Yeah. But also a wig <laughs> wig improvement. Let's give it to uh what's her face? Uh Michelle Passage, because that um crew out of Deville and the way it was getting styled sometimes was getting on my nerves. So I was very happy to see it come back, and it was looking fierce. You don't miss her the brat tat fantasy. Definitely do not miss that one. <laughs> Absolutely do not miss that. <laughs> and this week we're not going to do any worst wigs of the week because we're going to grant the bitches some room to grow. But next week, okay, actually, Willow we Pill entrance look. <laughs> Ah, and I'm inclined to agree. But the week after, the week after, we're coming for next. Oh, look at you. You got your anatomy going. Okay, girl. Uh, you know, you know. Uh, they don't call me Ellen Pompeo for nothing, baby. Okay. Anatomy come popping on. off. Look at come her. Come on, Sandra. Oh, let's get sick of me. Okay. Ah. It's Who giving um, uh, <laughs> freshman biology in college. Yes. Ooh, uh, which I think I did well on actually. I did pretty well in all my science classes. Ooh, child, did not ask me how I did in them <laughs> GEs up in college because I remember being asleep, being in the auditorium, being asleep, waking up in the morning saying, Girl, how many absences are we allowed? Yeah. Um, 
So that was this week's episode of Black Tie Roots. I, 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 how are you feeling? I feel good about the season. I feel optimistic. It, it was an entertaining episode. Um, the girls look good. Uh, we didn't. It didn't feel like it was too like overproduced. Um, but it, the production did hop out when Michelle uh, rendered her comment. Um, yeah, but then so, it got shot down with the quickness, so it wasn't like a part of some weird framing. Yeah, model mm-hmm. that we got. I'll talk to you offline about another com- com- uh, comment. We are, are way over now, so <laughs> it's not gonna make the edit. Um, one last time, and here's the hoping. Fingers crossed that we get put it in a love song as next week's lip sync song. Child, if we get put it in a love song for next week, y'all will be hearing Twinkle Toes by themselves <laughs> because guess who is not? <laughs> I refuse. They love. Oh, they went straight down to Rio, and then the video just vanished. <laughs> Oh, it's good because I I kept thinking I don't know what it was, but around that time I was like, I really would not like Alicia Keys to do a song with Beyonce because it was when she was trying to be just like more. It felt like there was a push to like push her into like pop more. Um, I think it's also around the demolition time too. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, no, 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 no. And then that that song popped up, and I said, this song is obnoxious. And then I saw that they were doing a video. I said, okay, they're doing a video in the middle of Carnival. That is obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And then the video disappeared. I said, whew, there is a God. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.